Sports Beat on the Bay. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, May 4th, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. How are you guys doing today? Awesome, you? Well, I'm doing well, but I'm a little concerned, Grant, or uh, Dan, I mean, Daniel. You're all business today. Like, I'm not sure that you're going to be in the right mindset to do sports. Oh, it's just monkey business. Is it only monkey business monkey or real business? Monkey business, 100% monkey business. All right. Grant, what about you? Monkey business or real business? Um, Just business. I know we should. <laughs> just business in general. Well, let's, let's start. Uh, you know, it's great to be a Leaf fan, isn't it? I told your father yesterday, I ran into him, and I said, you know what, I'm going to get your chair prepared for the Stanley Cup parade, and I'll have it ready for you. That's good. And I guess we better not pull the pin just yet. Leafs had a 5 nothing victory, of course, Monday night. Um, Grant had said very well, you know what, the five-minute kill was huge. Alex Kerfoot is key to these guys, and uh, he and Marner killed that thing. You can't kill it any better than that. Um, it did set the stage. Everybody that is paid to produce did produce. Matthews had a tremendous game. Mitch Marner had a great game. Uh, the the uh, depth forwards played really well. There was nothing. Dan, what did you see? Was there anything the Leafs did wrong? Jack Campbell with the shutout held them to 16 shots. They actually did nothing wrong. They had a great game. And, I mean, the, the atmosphere was electric. And so that certainly helps. Uh, and I would only assume that it will be like that tonight at the, not the ACC, the Scotiabank Center. Right, but but we, as we said tonight, we cannot expect uh, Tampa to play the kind of game they played. They're going to bring a better game tonight, correct? Yes. And now there is a stat that was floating around that Vasilevsky is 14-0 and 0 with a .966 save percentage uh, after losing a game in the playoffs. Well, that's quite a stat. So that's a streak that needs to be broken tonight. We need to break that. We need to break that. Yep. And you know, I never thought I'd say this, Dano, about the Leafs, but you know what? They've got great depth because as James, and if he's listening, and he probably is, he'll be a happy guy today because Justin Hall was scratched. Yep. And you know, it's nice that they don't even have to use Justin Hall. Agreed. They, they really yeah. don't. They're deep enough now in defense that they do not have to play him. Yep. Um, and you've got, now you've got to play Spezza tonight. He should have been playing in the first game. Do you I, not think... Or, or, or am I, this I, is a playoff performer. Why winner. would you shake it up? I know that Clifford was bounced out like he wasn't suspended, correct? Uh, yes, suspended. He's one game. Uh, one game. So you do He's have not- to bring Spezza back in. But I think for games uh, three and four, you got to go back with what worked the first game and go hard with that lineup. And you don't, you know, you the Leafs stood up to the, to the fighting that we knew would happen. Um, you know, they stood up. It doesn't mean they have to win all the fights, but they no. certainly didn't back down from nope. anything. And you're right, the vibe in there is fantastic. That's what it's all about. Now, tell me about this. Uh, the, yeah. bi- the big rig, Pat Maroon, just pounding on uh, Morgan Riley, who's not that type of player. Is there, like, I know it's the playoffs, and, and you know, you got to kind of keep everything in check and not go out of your way to get retribution, but will there be retribution on Pat Maroon. Definitely. Yeah, guaranteed there will be. And, you know, as Maroon's, I said to you yesterday, he's gutless. Like he, Pat Maroon picks. Is I a hope big, he's listening to the guy. show right now. Yeah, he can come he's down gutless. and Dan will meet you outside. No problem <laughs> at all. He, no, but he picks his spots. We, we said this before. He doesn't, he doesn't take on the heavyweights. No. He likes to pick Being his a heavyweight spots. himself. Yeah, being a, being a big guy. He's a big right? bully. He's a big guy, yeah. Yeah, he's a big bully. That's right. He's a big bully. Percy, what about bunting? Is he back tonight? Yes. 
uh, Bunting, who is a playoff ca- kind of guy you want around to agitate, he is back. Yeah. And that and that really helps that first line. Well, Kerfoot seems to be doing well. Would that be a decision, or do they just go back to what the regular season No, was? they're going to go back to their normal lines. But, Alex, you know, Kerfoot's like, uh, what do they call him? They said they called him the Swiss Army Knife. He can play any position. You think about it. He's played third line center, left wing, on the second line, third line, and first line. He can play on any line, and he certainly played very well. Okay. He's got bl- he's got really great speed, hasn't he? Like no, well, that's the thing. Like, he's fast, and so is Bunting. I'm not taking anything away, but, you know, since Bunting's been out, there's also maybe it's just the fact that uh, Kerfoot's so versatile. Uh, they, they've had uh, great chemistry. Yeah, but but true and and true enough. But Bunting is back on the first line supposedly tonight, and they're going to go with that. I'd like to see more out of Tavares. You know, I, I keep I've said this. I, I just he's the one guy we're not mentioning. Nylander played very well, was pretty effective, but Tavares is he's just there. Mm-hmm. Is that fair, or am I am I completely being unfair with John Tavares all the time? Well, you have a you do have a foot to stand on with it, but I I've always thought with a John Tavares, most of his career has been like that, where he just he doesn't look like he's doing much, but he's doing so much. Does that make sense? Like he just he's he's still quietly doing things. Just quietly, he's he's you know he's in the play. He doesn't look like he's moving fast, but he's always in the play. He's always there. His work along the boards is great, um, and you know the fact that Nylander's doing well. He's not doing it well on his own. <laughs> True so, enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but I do I do get what you're saying because it's really hard to pick out exactly what he's doing because he just quietly does everything well. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're 100% right. And his face-off, you know, that alone where he wins all those draws on power plays not as huge. But you just got to have more. And I'm going to make a prediction. The Leafs need him to score to be successful. He can't, he can't go through a series and not deliver no. or they're not going to win. And that's they need him that badly. So I'm hoping he picks it up. But tonight's a key game for the Leafs. Maybe he's going to get the first one tonight. I'm hope you can always Let's hope, hope, right? So. You can always hope. But it's going to be a little different game tonight. I can't wait for it. Seven thirty tonight, uh, game two. With a big uh, crowd. Now let's let's review some others. Now going back to this whole oh. crowd talk. Yes. Sorry, sorry. That's when right. they say a full building. Do they mean like every ticket that was sold, there's actually a bum in that seat? Because like you know, there's there's uh, you know going to a few games this year. You know, I've noticed there's some empty seats, but mm-hmm. they're you know quality spots that you know that are probably season ticket holders. Yeah. So they they just didn't show up or they didn't give the tickets away. Right. So did so when they said it was a like a full house, did that mean every person was there, like every seat was taken? I don't. Know I have the no idea. Because, I don't know the answer because they always say like, "Oh yeah, capacity, capacity, capacity." Because they're like, "Well, we sold this many tickets." Right. Right. Whether those many seats were full is a different story. That's, that yeah. I don't know, but the energy of that that was in that building, I have not seen in uh, Toronto Maple Leaf hockey in a long time. So yeah. Yeah. there you go. That's a good question. We should get an answer for that because, as I said, I think it just means tickets sold, but I could be wrong yeah. too. Um, I touch on the first game that I watched a bit of last night. I watched an overtime period, one little overtime period. How was Pittsburgh Rangers went to triple overtime? Shesterkin made 79 saves or had 79 shots and lost. That's not right. And Louis and Louis Dominguez had to come in. They said he was basically in the crowd eating popcorn. He had to come in and and played very well. And you know, and he's a career guy that scuffled along. Give him credit that they had to pop him in in the overtime period. Correct? No, for sure. That's a second overtime period. 
Yeah. Uh, DeSmith played the, the three periods plus the first overtime, and it was what is it? Dominguez, Louis Dominguez. Dominguez. Yeah, he came in in the third, or sorry, second and third overtime. But it's, but that's what I love about playoff hockey when it goes into the triple overtime and double overtime, yeah. and it's it, it makes it very exciting. And you know, I'm touching on a couple of games here, which is, and I I'm such a homer, I'm such a Leaf fan. It's I've got blinders on. The Washington <laughs> Capitals beat Florida four two, yes. and you know what? All I'm thinking is, you know what? That's great because if the Leafs can advance. They can beat Washington, but I'm not sure about Florida, which has nothing to do with the game itself, right? You agree with that, Dan? I'm already thinking ahead, but I shouldn't. Well, let's just worry about the first round for your beloved Leafs. But, um, you know, 4-2, they got an empty netter at the end. It was a 3-2 game. It was a close game all the way through. I think it was uh, 2-1, then 2-1 uh, Florida, then 2-2, and then uh, they got the late uh, third goal and the, and the empty netter. But it... You know the East is so tight, like it's it's tough to pick with with them being so good. And you have Washington, who's essentially the last seed, with a hundred points. Exactly, and, and they're a great hockey team. I I was just thinking selfishly. What about now talking about uh, having the blinders yeah. on? What about LA beating? There's the Edmonton where I was going. Oilers? Oh no, the Edmonton Oilers down four three, and they want to blame Mike Smith. You know what? There was more going wrong with that game that I saw. And you know what? Edmonton are going to be a little tight tonight. They better bring it because yeah. I'll tell you what, this is uh, this is tough territory for them. And the L.A. Kings, they can say what they want, are a nice-looking hockey team. Yep. Big win in Edmonton. Um, Carolina, I love that. They beat, they bounced the Bruins. Carolina scare me. They are a really good hockey team. 5-1, uh, ran right over top of them, which you got to like. What about Calgary and Dallas? Now, Grant, you watched. Did you watch any of that? That was a vicious hockey game. Yeah, it was a good game. Super tight, one nothing, which is incredible. Both actually, Dallas played really well. Calgary's a fantastic team, but Dallas is—they're pushing back. It's going to be a great series. I think you know what I think, Dan. I and Grant, I think Dallas can go a lot, or Dal- I mean, Calgary can go a long, long way. They are a physically imposing team, and they have all those great scorers now with. Uh, Kachuk, as much as I don't like him, very effective. Johnny Gaudreau, they're a deep hockey team. Yeah. Sean Monaghan doesn't even play for them anymore, does he? Yes, he does. Well, is he is he a healthy scratch or is he still playing? Oh, I think he has a bit of Tavarisitis and he's a little invisible out there. Oh boy! Well, as I said, now you've now you've coined a phrase, and we got a we got a real problem. But uh, and Colorado, who you really like, I'm surprised. I think Five Nashville the first. Se- seven two. Yeah. So, you know, a lot happens. It's only one game, but it's exciting time. Wow, they came out on fire. Now, the other, the final game, I two really good teams are St. Louis and Minnesota, who we don't follow much. And I'll tell you, the Leafs had trouble with both of them this year. St. Louis Blues uh, take game one against a, a very, very good Minnesota Wild team. Well, it's not. I, I talked about this on Monday. This is a really unfair matchup because you have, you know, the second seed in the West versus the fourth seed in the West. And, you know, either team can win. And, like, this should be like a conference final, not, not round one. Yeah, exactly. It's all wrong, the way that the, the seeds work. They should change yeah. that all up, shouldn't they? Yeah. Should be one versus eight. They yep. should go back to the old way. We've talked about that before. Okay, so I got a Blue Jays rant today. Okay. A couple of things have to change with the Toronto Blue Jays. And you know what? They're getting this fantastic starting pitching. Manoa was great again last night. And they completely fell apart, which happens. Um, the Yankees have won 11 or 12 in a row. 11 in a row, yep. So the Jays are positioned really well, considering they still aren't hitting the ball really well. They're not hitting well. But 
Bichette, uh, as much as I like Bichette, you know, how many errors is he going to make this year? Because they, they like to make an excuse, but he started. Baseball's a funny game, right, Dan? Yep. They made, he made an error that opened the entire floodgates, but they wanted to say, well, the ball was hit super hard at him. Well, no, that's his job. He's been here long enough to make the throw on a play like that. He had lots of time to throw Stanton out, who's not that fast, yeah. and he didn't. No. And he pulled you know, Vladdy off the bag. Right. It's not Guerrero's fault. Now, on the Guerrero side, he's got to stop complaining and whining, too, because the call, yes, the call was a bit shaky, but they were on The call was him. wrong. There yeah, was the call, call was wrong. wrong. Yes. Yeah. But Guerrero is all of a sudden uh, disputing, called strikes, yelling and screaming. And you know what? These umpires uh, have long memories. They, they're they giving the Jays a pretty rough ride now, so you got to play some ball and quit worrying about... I don't know. Just stop it. Like play ball. <laughs> Knock it off, Blue Jays. Knock it off. Yeah, they don't. They don't need that. And, and as I said, it's a shame because at fifteen and ten, if they can start hitting, and I'm, and they haven't been hitting collectively, no. which is shocking to me. Is it shocking to you? No. Well, with those bats, it is shocking. So, and, and you have, you know, like a New York team who's who's really hot. They're riding a crest with uh, eleven straight, and they're hitting Aaron Judge. Uh, he hit a massive home run uh, last night. So it's. It's awesome. Now what? Okay, I for them, not for us. I might have a cry today because I thought it was just the coolest thing ever, and I'm sure you guys saw it. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, Aaron, Judge hits a home run. Yep. Guy catches the ball. Kid beside him with his dad has the Judge shirt on and everything. Yep. He gives the ball to the kid. The kid loses it. Instant. Starts to cry. Yep. Hugs him. Yep. That's what you do. Yep. A ball isn't that important or shouldn't be to an adult. No, for sure. I've seen guys fight over it. Guys fight, knock people over to get a ball. But that kid was so excited, and that's what you do. i got to be honest. You know we have a television on here all the time with no sound, and I'm like here this morning, I'm looking up, and I'm just watching that with no sound. And I'm like, I'm getting a little teary-eyed watching it. I'm like, good Lord, get a hold of yourself. But, yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, almost definitely. Humanity works right now, right? It sure does. Absolutely. It's it's fantastic. And, you know, you see that in, uh, in, you know, different sports where the guys are – flipping pucks over the boards for kids and and let's say the adult catches it oblivious to what's going on but then realizes what's going on and hands the puck to them so it's good to see that in sport and especially you know he, the guy caught it he was really excited turns around and sees like this little kid with a yankee hat yankee shirt on and just like here you go like instantly so on the baseball vein, and I just find this interesting, and I think you will too, guys. Dusty Baker, yep. Houston Astros, who has been with Cleveland, managed for years and was a great player in the 70s himself, managed his 2,000th win last night. Win. Win. I thought it was games when I looked at the highlight. I thought, that's wins. That's 12 seasons of a win. Like, that's that's spectacular. Yeah. Like how many years has he coached and the fact that he's still coaching? Well, he's, he's been a manager on many teams, and he's because uh, he's been with the Cubs, I believe. I think he's been with the— Cleveland. Cleveland. He's been with San Fran. Uh, he's been with a lot of clubs. But he's obviously really respected, and, and I just think it, because it's the coolest thing ever to have that many wins as a coach. It's oh, that's awesome. Spectacular. I've got to ask you about this—you uh, This, you know, how do they stop this, or do they ever stop it, Dan? Because I know what you're how you feel about this. The DeAndre Hopkins, yep. who you think is probably one of the best receivers in football. Was, yeah. Well, he's, he's done again. Um, yeah. Performance enhancing, not a big deal. But he's going to cost the Arizona Cardinals, who invested in him greatly, six full games, which is half a season. Yeah. What is wrong with these guys? Like, are they trying, like, 
there isn't enough of a penalty potentially for these guys that are taking all these uh, substances, well, all these different substances. I'm just I'm just bringing it out there. You know, we bring this up all the time, and and I think a lot of players in a lot of, in many sports are taking supplements and performance enhancing things that are going to give them an edge because DeAndre Hopkins certainly didn't have the year he had last year. Right. So he wants to be better because he wants to be paid more probably because there's a bonus incentive and these guys, whether you're talking football players, hockey players, baseball players, any of the basketball, I'm sure they're all using different things that they're, uh, you know, they're thinking 90% sure that they're going to get away with it. Right, exactly. And so maybe that's the case, and maybe a lot of them are getting away with it, and it's like certain guys that uh, get tested at the wrong time, and it's uh, it doesn't work. Okay, but it's ca- but but he's casual about it. Like it's got to the point with him, he's just casual. Oh well, it happened. But if I was a teammate of his, I'd be I'd be irritated because it costs him half a season. Like it's major stuff, but they don't care. You know, he's does he get paid? Well, it doesn't really matter if he does or doesn't. He's probably making millions, so yep. so he's still going to make a, a good chunk of money whether he plays or doesn't play. No, for sure. I don't know. It's just it just caught me a bit off in the fact that it wasn't that big a deal for him that he was. That he was caught using something, so I don't know. Well, like I said, like it's when you get to professional sports, all they want to do is is stay, be able to stay in the pro ranks, and they want to are at the highest level, like the NFL or the NHL or Major League Baseball, you know, NBA. You want to stay at that high level, right? So, chances are, there's times in guys' careers where they'll do anything to maintain. I that's. That's what I think. Yeah, most and of we don't because we don't hear about the guys that do it and don't get caught. Yeah, true again. So yes. so maybe it's across maybe it's across boundaries yeah. and everybody does it. It's so final thing you know you think about basketball and we're, we kind of skipped over all the basketball and we should probably talk about that at some point. But they're in the playoffs now, and for people that don't think basketball is a tough sport, Dylan Brooks, Canadian Dylan Brooks, Memphis Grizzlies yep. playing uh, last night playing. Uh, Actually, uh, it was Gary Payton, Junior, Junior, thank you, on the opposing team. Flagrant foul, dirty shot, I'll tell you. Broken elbow. That's the end of his season. But, you know, all I'm saying is it's amazing how heavy the contact is. You've got Joel Embiid out now. Uh, They're down a game. They need him to come back or they're not going to go anywhere. Green got got an elbow to the nose, needed uh, stitches and was leaking all over the place. I know it gets pretty tight under the basket, yeah. doesn't it? it yeah. uh, those flagrant fouls are beauties because there's no way to hide it, right? No, for sure. You're just out there doing what Kyle Clifford did. Eh? You're doing the same thing, and you can see it. Everybody knows it's happened. Well, I'll tell you what. You've got something you yeah. need to add. Well, I, a little of bit course of, you do. A little bit of home, uh, local. Yeah, let's have we some, get going. Yeah, we better so talk locally. Our uh, Huntsville Junior C lacrosse team will be having their home opener on Saturday night on the jack at 8 p.m., so that's Saturday night, 8 p.m. on the Jack for the Junior C. We uh, we got to support this team, and you know the, we used to we were talking about lacrosse not too long ago, Percy, and, and how they used to fill that barn and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, the booster club. Yeah, we got to get that going again. So eight o'clock is the home opener uh, against I believe it's North Shore. Uh, they're from a Quebec team, and then the next day at. Uh, at 2 p.m. on the jack. They're playing the South Shore. Really? Yeah. 
How does that? And you said a Quebec-based team. Yeah, How does that work? Well, it's it's Aquasasni. I think I said that right. I think and you did. Kanawaki. Whoa, boy. Okay, well done, though. Uh, I think I think I pronounced those two right. Don't ask me to spell them. Well, you know what? We've got that's right. For our listeners, get out and support these. And kids. then also, this just in, we have a special guest on Friday. Oh, do we? We do. Yes, we do. Jeff Hawkins, Hawk Rock, is coming to join us on Friday. Now, does he know he's a special guest? Yes, yet? he does. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, Jeff, you be prepared. We'll talk about a lot of things. We might even talk personal things when he comes in. What do you think? Absolutely. You know, I think we kind of have to. We will. No, I'm looking forward to Friday. So to our listeners out there, beautiful day out there. Uh, support, uh, get out, support those Leafs, I was going to say, but go out and enjoy your day. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to get off the bias of the Leafs. Hockey tonight, 7.30, be there or be square. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Friday with Jeff Hawkins and more sports.